Welcome, welcome, folks. Uh, This is Box Office Vacancy, and I'm your co-host, Robert, and this is the second half of our extraction review analysis recording, which we decided to split up just so, one, we could be able to get you more views, of course. Hello, folks, and welcome to Box Office Vacancy. I'm your co-host, Robert, and yes, this is part two and the bonus content of the initial recording that we did where we did a analysis and review of Extraction, the new Netflix Russell Brothers produced film uh, starring Chris Hainsworth, and we ended up going into a pretty substantial tirade where we talked about the ramifications culturally, politically, militarily with the super soldier worship genre movies, you know, like your Michael Bay movies, your, uh, you know, Mark Wahlberg, uh, you know, uh, Peter Berg collaborations like Lone Survivor uh, and, of course, the coup d'etat of it all. Uh, the John Rambo franchise, of course, and how that inherent worship of not just the military, but that uniquely distinctive super soldier, Green Beret, Navy SEAL kind of worship and how we've ended up with the feedback loop where we literally have these mercenary private military forces and companies out there who now think They're the Chris Kyles and the John Rambos of the world. But as we see with the Silver Corps USA incident that happened this week, it's just there's hilarious, absurdist, bizarre moments. And myself and my co-host Reggie, we just really, really went hard into it. So uh, thank you so much for listening. And here we go. Again, uh, again, like the problem Again, with uh, I mean, like even with the Rambo's, like like watching First Blood, it's like you can clearly tell that John Rambo was going through some shit. Like he had PTSD, and, and the cops like, were the bad guys. That's the funny yeah. fucking thing. The cops, the cops are the bad guys in that yeah. movie. Well, I mean, like it was like it was a little more reflective of Viet- like it was kind of like a reflection of Vietnam. But with these subsequent sequels, they kind of threw that shit out the window. Oh, it's like, okay, oh, we're gonna oh, rewrite, it. rewrite it, and say like, yeah, you're going in and you're going win, uh, win Vietnam oh, for the oh, United it States. It went, oh, it went pure fucking Reagan era fucking yeah. fantasy, Fantasia at that point, you know. Um, especially with the second one, but then the third one, the third one is the fucking most hilarious thing in the world where it's like the title card at the end where it's like, this film is made honor of the brave Mujahideen fighters of Afghanistan. (laughs) It's like the guys that ended up being fucking Al Qaeda. It's like, it's, it's right there in the title card. And it's like, this is fucking amazing this is fucking amazing to just see a movie to just be like hey thumbs up for that you know um but this one though doesn't really i mean this one though keeps it vague enough to where like i i i i appreciate the fact that it's just like a purely clandestine hey we need to extract this person get him the fuck out it's like okay you (sighs) You know what that's supposed to be? I'm just curious what the sequel is going to be. Because, yeah. like, because. Spoilers, again, spoilers, spoilers. They announced the sequel. We already told yeah, you there's yeah, a fucking sequel. Yeah. So don't get mad at us I mean, like, about fucking. So, 
saying there's a sequel, please. I mean, like, even, even like, okay, so it's like, okay, so you're going to come up with a sequel with this character, and and you got that one, like, he had that one hang up with, the, you know, son and all that stuff. It's like, I think it's just, I don't know where you can go. Like, I don't know where you can go because well, you know, like, I know where I mean, you can me, go me, with me, the character. I mean, okay. Well, I mean, like, I know what you can go with. Uh, uh, well, well, here's the thing. Like, my, when you do, like when when it comes to uh, with these films, it's like now we live in it. We're it's just like you know, like the way how culture and everything is changing, and it's like you want to add more gray, you know, gray area, and you want to bring up, hey, you know, not all the you know the military is not all, you know that the good guy, you know, like you know, like not all you know military personnel are heroes. It's one of those things where it doesn't lend itself to like, like the, the type of film that they want to make that that type of ambiguity, that type of gray area doesn't lend itself. So, unfortunately, when you're using these old time, you know, these like these tropes that's been used like throughout all these years, I mean, like that's that's what you. I mean, that's what you end up. Like, that's what you get. But. But I mean, like, but really, um, but really, I mean, there's like, you just like, if you rather criticize it, you gotta, you just gotta make another movie. Like, you got, you cannot, you cannot use those same tropes if you're gonna criticize, you know, like war crimes and all that stuff. It's like, I, like, the way how that film, like, the way how this film is structured, it doesn't lend itself to, I mean, like, you can criticize it for not bringing anything up, or, you know, it's like, oh, well, like it's interesting that they come up with this trope, and it's like you know. But what about this, 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 this? It's like, it's like, yeah, that's why you do documentaries. That's why well, you no, make another movie to criticize. No, no intentional subversion, or just like presenting it as like the actual you know reality of the work that they do. Like, um, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll bring up a quick film just before I get into like the real world juxtaposition and then we'll close this thing out. But, um, okay. So like for me, my favorite Rambo film, and I still need to see the fifth one, even though I've heard it's awful. Um, I, I, I think the fourth one is the best one. And the reason for that is that the way that the fourth one presents the actual nature of the work that these people do, you know, hired mercenaries, this fucking super soldier guy that Rambo was. It's like the actual consequences of the work that they do is there's no glory in it. There's no jangoistic quality that you could be able to apply to it about like American glory, about like, you know, oh, he's doing it for the people that were forgotten. No, fuck that. The amazing thing about the fourth movie is that it just focuses on the fact that like, hey, war is awful. War is terrible. War is destructive. There's nothing beautiful about it. And even when you finish the mission, you still feel fucking shitty and terrified at the end of it. You know, like, um, okay, which uh, which Rambo movies have you seen, Rich? I saw the first one and the fourth one. I didn't see the uh, the two. Oh, so you uh, so you I saw, so you I saw some bits the- and pieces of like uh, two uh, like two and three, but I've seen the fourth one in theaters and I've seen uh, the first one. So like I'm familiar you know what, with the Rich? original story. 
You know what, Rich? You saw UFI, the weird Al Yalkovich one, which had like the fucking uh, uh, Rambo, uh, the Rambo First Blood 2 parody. That's all you need to know. That's all you need no, to know. No, about no, no. I mean, I, I, no, no, no. I mean, like, I've seen Hot Shots part two. Okay, and Hot Shots. That's that's all you need to know, folks. Yeah. You don't need to see the second Rambo. That's essentially the level of consideration and intelligence going on in this fucking thing. I mean, like, um, again, it's like, again, it's one of those things if you grew up in the 80s. I mean, like, it's like, it's not only Rambo. I mean, look at Commando. It's like Commando had the same, like, you can say that, you know, like, it, it's that how, same plot where, where it's like, however, he's like, however, he's, <laughs> he's like a retired military man and his daughter gets you know kidnapped and he goes around killing back guys trying to get his daughter back and like ended up mowing down like mowing down like you know like a third world like you know like gangster in this third world country commando didn't have the consequences though of rambo first blood part two like you have to understand that like first blood part two is literally the reason why the Powell MIA flag is a thing. Like, I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. Like, right in the mid 80s, there was this whole, like, the whole myth about, you know, oh, we had soldiers in Vietnam that were being held captive and everything. And it's like, we need to go back and get our boys. Reg, there was zero goddamn evidence of that. There is no evidence of Vietnam ever holding, you know, prisoners of war past like fucking the two, three year mark. However, Rambo was the thing that pushed that narrative in people's brains to the point where it's like, remember, it's. Like, like, it's crazy to describe to people just because it's such it's such a cultural trope at this point about like, oh, there were clearly, you know, people kept in bamboo cages in Vietnam, you know, for 10, 15, 16 years. And it's like there was zero evidence of that. We had a congressional committee that was led by John Kerry and John McCain, the two fucking Vietnam vet fucking senators. They were the ones that were in charge of the committee and they found zero fucking evidence of that. And the the takeaway from that is that, you know, seeing a film like Rambo, First Blood Part Two, being able to just infuse the idea of just like, you know, oh, you know, we just needed to get back at the Vietnamese and shit like that. You know, it, it, it's just it's insane to consider. But that same type of mentality, the warp, it, it, the, the bastardization yeah. of what Rambo was trying to be, where it's like we had these super soldiers that did this really despicable shit. You know, that's the takeaway from that. But instead, and I really fucking blame American Sniper for this stuff, is that we have galvanized these super soldiers into our culture again. And the most interesting thing about extraction is that it plays into that. I don't know. um, What's the word I'm looking for? Dave, uh, 
Divination? Deifying. There we go. Uh, Deifying these characters that, for all intents and purposes, did this shady shit. You know, but obviously, they're the military. They're the good guys. They obviously had a reason. And hey, they're going to do a good deed to be able to make this thing work out. I'm sorry, Rich. I I I went on a whole fucking historical analysis of that. I, I I've been wanting to talk about the Rambo series and the Jangoist nature of it for so long. I've been wanting to do it for so long, and it's like watching a movie like this, and especially with like the Venezuela shit. It is just yeah. it's 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 an amazing translation. It's an amazing. Amazing juxtaposition with it. Again, again, it, it's just like when you really break down. I mean, like, I don't know. It, it's like I mean, there's plenty of movies that kind of like like that brought brought up some, like brought up some of the shady shit that we did uh, did as a nation. Uh, like, for example, have you seen the American? Uh, Oh damn it! Was it American Flyer or American uh, with uh, Tom Cruise? Like, oh, uh, how, shut how, up! Born on the Fourth of July? No, not born on the Fourth of July. It was the one where he plays the pilots, and he was like, he came up the scheme oh, oh. where 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 they uh, where it became uh, like what he was doing for Pablo Escobar led into the Ira Contra affair. Oh, 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 I know exactly. I, I know exactly exactly what movie American made. Yeah. Based American on a true story. But you notice that that movie, right? Like that movie, I. The movie I mean, like, was still enjoyable, like, but you notice that like it didn't really yeah. want to get into like the actual, you know, meat of the fact where it's like, oh, yeah. By the way, the American government used these fucking people to be able to fucking traffic drugs, you know, from these criminal genocidal warlords into America, into our fucking neighborhoods. It's just like, I don't know if it's just like at a certain point that the American public is just like so overwhelmed by just considering the actual nature of this but it's like it tells you something that the films that are being made right now just like shrug their shoulders and it's like oh yeah our fucking government threw over this government so they could be able to bring drugs into black neighborhoods to be able to diminish the fucking welfare state it's like that's just part of our history and we're just like oops that's just what we did during the 80s whoopsie daisy whoopsie daisy i mean i mean like this this i mean there's way more shit that i mean like that they have done uh done in, in like domestic i mean like not only internationally but domestically too that oh my god the I, I test mean, the Tuskegee fucking people who experimented the fucking people for 30 years with radiation. Yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah. Yeah. Like oh, that. Man. I mean, like that, the contrapole, like where, um, where pretty much like, like, um, like, uh, they, they funnel, they funnel money into everything, movies, art, like everything to promote American values. Yeah. Like um, not just promoting was, American values, but promoting but, 
anti-Soviet ideals. Like what I mean by that is that the people like the CIA were uh, patrons of like Jackson Pollock or something. Jackson Pollock. Yeah. Jackson Pollock. They they were the ones that were giving money to them because they thought that if American art was associated with subversion in the first place, that it would undermine the concept of the Soviet idea of art, that there is an inherent concept of beauty and shit like that. Like and God, that just it that just fucked us over, obviously, because I mean, like with film analysis I mean, in a like, film again, analysis podcast. I'm ugh, just, God. I'm just curious, like what? I mean, like it's like you make. Uh, I mean, like you know, like there's hundreds of movies that make, uh, like you know, they're they're being made and getting released, you know, every year. And you know, like movies like Extraction, where you know, oh, it's just like another popcorn flick. But it's like when you think about like the context with the tropes and all that stuff, it's like, oh, well, there's. It's like, I mean, like you kind of like you kind of see like issues you, with it. You but, you gotta you gotta be aware but, of that but, kind but of the, stuff. Like, but it's like even if you're like even if you as a viewer aware of it, it's like I'm just at the point where it's like, do people really care? Because. I feel that I feel that the only way you can get people's attention and like and make them understand like the, the atrocities that are happening that happen around the world is through documentary, where you can present like facts and narrative and like try to like say like hey this really happened because I feel that with like you know when you do like historical fiction like there is some like you're going to make some changes so like for example like like American Sniper. Like I watched the movie, I thought it was a well-made movie, and I thought it was re- really well done. But when you look up the bag, you know the guy's real life and figure out, oh, well, like he has oh, Chris, Ka- Chris Kyle. Oh, the, Chris, Chris Kyle, Kyle yeah, was the, a fucking yeah, yeah. sociopath. He yeah, was so, crazy. And so it, yeah. like, what's crazy about Chris Kyle? Super quick. Chris Kyle already had the accolades to be able to be considered a legend in the military, but he was this fucking guy that like would still fucking exaggerate his own legend. You know, he would still lie about the amount of extra people that he assassinated. He would still lie about like all these feats that he did where it's like, oh, yeah, I shot looters during Hurricane Katrina or um, or like the, the the Jesse Ventura thing. Oh, my God, Reg, I will send you the fucking I will send you the fucking video clip because like, OK, the speculation that Jesse fucking Ventura, Jesse the body Ventura, is um, looking at being the nominee for the Green Party. Right? right. And um, w- when he was doing like a recent interview, Fox tried to be like, so what do you have to say to Chris Kyle's widow? And just. Oh, yeah, I just did that video. I just oh, did Oh, my God. It's I saw the video. It is like, I, I bashing Fox News, but I didn't know the context of it. Like I didn't know anything. Okay, the context, the context, yeah. Reggie, is that Chris Kyle, in the main book that he wrote, claimed that he beat up Jesse Ventura in a bar, and Jesse Ventura uh-huh. actually being like you know knowledgeable of law in order did sue the family, and even after Chris Kyle was 
killed. Um, he still pursued with the lawsuit because it's like this was libel. You're lying. You're lying about what you did to me. You know, Jesse Ventura, you know, you're lying about this shit, you know, and it's like ultimately they he won. He won. The Kyle family was stubborn enough to bring it to the fa- uh, bring it to court. The court ruled in favor of Jesse Ventura for libel about Chris Kyle lying about the fact that he beat up Jesse Ventura in a bar, you know, to just try to get like brownie points for masculinity. And just the fact that Jesse Ventura was just like able to dead eye Jesse Walters right to his fucking smug shitty face. Just just to be like, no, you know what? I do not apologize to the widow. I do not apologize to Chris Kyle's widow. She needs to apologize to me because of what her husband lied about to me. And it's just like, dude, I fucking want to do push-ups off that shit. That is just like, that is my goddamn bread and butter. That is my pre-workout. I need to listen to that shit about just like this complete dismantling of this American myth by a guy that like was willing to throw down with this legend. And it's just, it's amazing. It's incredible. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, like, that's the thing is, it's, it's one of those things like, I'm just figuring out like what medium it's like, it's one of those things where, uh, where, where I guess, like, I guess we need to stop making these types of movies because like, like, you know, Christian Christian films are getting in on that shit right now. That shit right now. Like the, uh, like the Reliant film with Kevin Sorbo that just came out on Amazon prime. It's still the same shit where it's just like, it's still like, Oh, oh, we don't just love the military. We need to worship the apex of the military, mm-hmm. the Green Berets, the Navy SEALs, yeah. the best of the best. They're the better guys. Any criticism yeah. you have the military, you know what? If these guys were president, our country would be better. Like those fucking kind of people. Shoot me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, like. <laughs> Like I said, it's, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of shady shit and, and unless, uh, like, unless you start making movies about it or, you know, documentaries about it, it's like people, like people can push whatever narrative that they want. Um, Yeah. Hey, you know what though? We're going to give a quick little interlude because I realized we got into some real theory shit with film and all that kind of stuff especially because we're at the hour and 41 mark so if you guys are still listening god bless you we love you please keep listening um the relevancy of this like lionization of these figures is made so much more hilarious about what happened in Venezuela this week okay Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into okay, it. Okay. So, I, I mean, like, I've heard it in passing. I think either Twitter or somewhere about the, like the CIA catching, you know, like Maduro, um, Nicholas Maduro ca- capturing two okay. CIA operatives, and 
I don't know the, if that not was the true. CIA. I don't know if it, not the CIA. Well, I mean, like, I don't know. Well, it was like some attempted coup, but but I didn't know if it was like true or not. It's like what the, you know, like it's like are we still doing this shit? You know, and it's like again, again, it's like again. I feel that that it's like. I know we know we know better than that. It's like if we're going to like overthrow a dictator, it's like it's like how incompetent is our government that they can't even do that shit? Like like they can't even oh, do that. Oh, Reg, I have a follow up with that. It's I mean it's, like I got I mean for I got three sakes, we, we I got fucked up Iran twice because of you know we fucked up Iran by doing that and nobody Reggie, knew about that. Reggie, 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 I got three yeah. words for you. The Bay of Pigs. The Bay of Pigs. You're talking about exceptionally more competent people that were supposedly in charge of an operation and how disastrously it went for them. And okay, so folks, just for context, just for context, okay. I don't know if you guys know, but in Venezuela, um, This mercenary group, including two American citizens, Green Berets, former Green Berets, um, were captured and um, imprisoned by Venezuelan fishermen. So not the military, not 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 their team or anybody like that. Um, (laughs) They were captured by the fishermen. Okay. In broad daylight, because they came by boat. They came by boat, okay? And it turns out that the people involved in this operation were associated with this group called the Silver Corps USA. Now, the fascinating thing about Silver Corps USA is that they have done security detail for Trump rallies on the East Coast, including the infamous one that he did at the Bojangles Coliseum on February 28th, which, as folks might realize, was two weeks before the country shut down and he was doing a rally. I digress. I digress. I digress. Anywho, so... You're talking about a security operation that was directly connected to the Trump administration. So turns out the main guy who is called Gardu, he is this fucking he looks like Agent 47 from fucking Hitman. He's this French Canadian, bold, you know, chiffle, you know, fucking jawline kind of motherfucker. Right. And he is able to get a direct contract. And we have the images available on the internet. It's incredible. It's incredible. Where, okay, so the quickest thing that I can say is that, okay, there's President Maduro, right? Maduro, you know, whatever issues that you have, go fuck yourself. Anywho, um, Giaro, Gyaro is the opposition guy, right? Where even though he ended up with like 10% less than the vote, you have different nations in the world that have claimed that, oh, he's the actual president, you know, of Venezuela. So we recognize him as the president. So what apparently fucking happened, right, is that this group, Silver Corps USA, right? 
which, mind you, is a security operation that has an Instagram, has a Twitter. Okay, I sent to Reggie this hysterical fucking photo. Reg, describe the photo to me. Just all the emotions that you have. Just lay it on me. Lay it on me. I mean, it it looks like a bunch of guys like like <laughs> going to like. What are they know, dressed in? What's their attire? Hang on, hang on. It looks like they went to like Applebee's after like after some church like gathering because they they were all wearing white shirts, white collar shirts with black ties and slacks. So it's like. It, it it was like it, it was like they're they're just enjoying you know enjoying their dinner after a cult meeting. Okay, not a cult meeting, Rich. Um, I would say more ML, uh, MLM meeting. Like all of them were about to roll out to sell like fucking vacuum cleaners or some shit like that. And See. that's my impression from that. And especially I mean, like, because like, it's like, nah, 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 nah. Like not the way how they dressed. I mean, like nowadays your MLLs are like, you know, they're, it's like, they all try to imitate the dude that's like, that has the Lamborghini in his garage. He has like a library full of books, you know, oh, Reg, I can show you how to, I can show you, I can show you how to get money. You, know, you were drastically underestimating the homogeny of Southeast Texan culture. You were drastically underestimating that culture. <laughs> I, again, it's like, again, it's like, it's either, you know, again, it looks like a form of a cult, like of like something that you would see, like it's, it's something that you would see, like a bunch of Scientologists. It's like, like, like they dress, they dress similar. Oh. Like, I mean, they look like, they look like, I mean, like if they were in LA, they look like, you know, they came from a Scientology meeting, Like they're all recruiters rock, walking around Hollywood trying to get you to read di- uh, diuretics and try to get you to do an uh, audit. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, That's like I'm on the opposite end. These dweebs, they look like dweebs. They look like they're trying to be like so tough being at this fucking chain burger restaurant in Houston where they're just like wearing the most basic stuff. And it's just it it, it exemplifies so much about the culture and the mindset of these guys where it's like, OK, so. What happened with these guys, we already said, okay, is that um, it was a it was an operation, uh, Silver Corps USA. Uh, the main guy, this a French Canadian guy that looks like he fucking comes from Hitman, um, mm-hmm. was public was making public social media posts about what they were going to do in Venezuela. You know, where it's like, okay, so we know that these guys got captured, right? But 12 hours before, there was another boat that they sent where 12 of these fucking mercenaries ended up being killed, right? And then you ended up with this group that was not only trying to go shoreline, trying to go shoreline because like the whole operation that these people were trying to do okay was capturing president maduro they were trying to capture him they were trying to go to the capital 
fucking uh-huh. capture him and just fucking and how the fuck are we going to do that in broad daylight oh reg in broad daylight in broad daylight uh, well let me tell you reg when they were captured i mean the incredible thing when they looked at their arsenal half of their weapons were airsoft guns airsoft okay. guns and i was giving reggie a heads up about this but airsoft guns they're not meant to kill people they're meant yeah. to subdue people so they gave them those guns they gave them amazon kindles and they gave them iphones non-encrypted iphones so jesus christ so this fucking this fucking french canadian guy and here's the thing to keep in mind guess how much money that they were able to get from uh guado just guess just guess how much money they were able to get I would be surprised if they got a million dollars for this operation. They got $212 million. What? What? Wait, 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 $212 million. $212 million. To commit this operation to oh capture the president of Venezuela. You know what? Somebody's pocketing that money and they fucked those two over. Oh, I, Richie, I Richie, Richie, Richie. It's like Silver Corpse USA is based in Florida, which is fucking Pyramid Scheme USA. In other words... Of course he was taking this fucking money out of Guado. Of course he was. Absolutely. Of course he was. It's it's, I, it's, it's like incredible. It's, it's like, incredible. You're sending two. You you seen two. You seen these two people. These two men operation with airsoft guns uh, and, like, and and Amazon non encrypt iPhones. It's like with no high tech gear, no high tech weapon. Nope. Uh, and oh, oh, also, Reg, remember, the whole- remember, these Green Beret guys had their passports and their military IDs and their state IDs. They had all of their identifications associated with America on hand when they were captured. Because, oh. like, it's it's. Extraordinary, and it's just like, and and, and, I, and because and I they do this- and, and so like, I wouldn't be surprised if they either get tortured or, or at worst, killed. Nah, I, I would say they're dying by embarrassment. Like I would, I, if, if I was the Venezuelan government, I would be like, "What the fuck were you guys thinking? You went in daylight." And got captured by fucking fishermen. What the Bobby, fuck like, is Bobby, wrong like, are, they still, are they still in jail in Venezuela? They are still in jail in Venezuela. And here's the funny thing, Rich. Here's the funny thing. And like, they, I, I wonder two, how the embassy. Weeks, I wonder how the embassy is trying to extract them. Two weeks. Was, two weeks before this, 
fucking here's the hilarity to this the day of the day of the operation the silver corpse usa fucking twitter account posted in and i'm gonna do it verbatim and i'm gonna do it verbatim mm-hmm. if i can find it Okay, Reggie, the fucking day of that they posted, uh, that they were planning the invasion, they posted yeah. on their Twitter account, Silver Corp USA, strike force incursion into Venezuela, 60 Venezuelan to American, uh, X Green Beret, and they tagged fucking Donald, millennials. They tagged Donald Trump. Reggie. Fucking millennials. The, the same day that they were attempting the, to capture that's, that's the most millennial thing to do is to post all your shit on <laughs> online, even if you're doing things illegal, you know. <laughs> it's like, what? Like, what would you... <laughs> and it's like, and it, even it, it, like, again, it's like, you are violating so many laws. I think we're just exhausted at this point. It's like you you could see it's, you could see a situation where like it's comical. It's so comical. You see an administration that reached out to a security company that had worked for them personally, you know, so obviously they like them. Oh my and God. then they reach out to the opposition of Venezuela, get two hundred and twelve million dollars, and then just and then just sends out a bunch of guys making Instagram posts with fucking Amazon Kindles and airsoft guns in the middle of the day, and this is extraordinary, Rich. Mm-hmm. They were doing interview videos with the main opposition, like not Yaro specifically, but mm-hmm. a associated group. The main guy, the French Canadian bald fucking agent 47 motherfucker. He he did. He just explained out in the front what they were trying to do. And this is the most hilarious part. And it, it, it'll be the part that we'll end on. Just because this is a two-hour podcast, we love you guys so fucking much. Um, When they asked him, you know, wouldn't it make more sense to do this operation crossing the border as opposed to taking a boat to try to enter shoreline-wise? And you know what the motherfucker said? Just guess what he said. I, I give up. Like uh, my my brain is. Uh, it's like do you confidence? He said, "Remember Alexander the Great. His greatest conquest was by the shore, and we wanted to follow his methods of conquest." Wow! Sounds like a tool to me. Sounds it, it sounds like a plan. It sounds like an incredible plan. Yeah, oh, it's it's extraordinary. It's like, 
Yeah, it's like, yeah, but but then if Alexander the Great has access to drones, I don't know, drones, like security, like security, you know, equipment, I mean, surveillance equipment and all that stuff. Not Amazon. Not (laughs) Amazon. I mean, it's like, like, he probably would come up with a better plan than these two chuckle uh, fucks. It's and and folks, the the whole reason for the juxtaposition of this, right, is leading to the fact that, like, you know, watching a movie like Extraction, where even if it is a little bit more cynical about like what these figures are actually doing, it is still ultimately playing into that idea that like, oh, these military men that are like not just part of the military, but are like super military, you know, they're Marines, they're SEALs, they're berets, you know, that they're above and beyond the call of duty and blah, 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 you know, is that here is a real life situation. You know, where these exact kind of people are trying to do this kind of fucking thing and just they feel miserably. And a big reason for that, in my opinion, is that so much of the skill and the perception with these guys are perceived in the mythology of the films that present them as these perfectionist figures it's a feedback loop it totally is it totally is it's like i guarantee goddamn to you that the people that were on that boat in the middle of the fucking day you know they if they didn't walk didn't watch extraction they were watching some other fucking movie with like mark Wahlberg or somebody and just being like yeah we're gonna we're gonna fucking do this shit yeah we're gonna fucking we're gonna do this shit and like even if like one of you like totes betray me I'm going to fucking do this because you know what? I'm a fucking former Green Beret and I'm going to fucking do this shit. And it's going to fucking be great. And I'm fucking, I'm going to fucking survive this whole thing. I fucking love you guys. It's totally going to turn out fine. But like, if it doesn't, which I kind of don't want it to, I fucking got this shit. And it's just like, no, dude, like your ultimate faith is working for these fucking con artists, fucking companies, you know, that is able to get $212 million out of these fucking incompetent opposition groups in some fucking other developed country. That's just going to make you feel embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. And what makes matters worse is like, well, you know how much money this operate, like how much money they give it to this operation, and you not see any of it. <laughs> sitting in a Venezuelan jail, it's like, wait, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. This whole operation has two hundred twelve million dollars. Why the fuck are we out here with a boat, candle, and and no, no, no. guns? No, 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 Rich, Rich, Rich. Here's the beautiful thing about that two hundred and twelve. That's what the other guys paid these guys to do. Like Guado, like the opposition fucker, he's the one that gave this company 
212 million dollars. I, like, I know they gave it like, 212 million. I know the, like the op- you took like I know the operates opposition is giving them 212 million dollars. But I was like the two people that got caught. It's like I know they got the short end of like they definitely got the short end of the stick. Oh, those motherfuckers thought they were going to be like Chris Kyle. They thought they were going to be some like big deal Rambo motherfuckers. They knew, they knew whoever, they, was the money in man? their heart in their heart they knew that's what was going to happen and just like the fact that they still brought their fucking passports and their ID with them it's like it's like in in, in the words of the fucking wire it's like Bitch, you bringing your identification to a motherfucking coup? What the fuck is wrong with you? What the fuck do you have your ID with you during this shit? It's like, <laughs> I guess they want. Uh, I guess they. Uh, I guess if they get killed in action, at least they can identify the bodies. But it's like, what? No, nah, nah, it's the, like, like people. Uh, like again, it's like. It's, Again, if they watch these type of movies, usually it's like if you get caught or killed, we just value you. It's like, yeah, like the whole vanity of uh, it's like it's just a vanity project to these guys. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a bunch of guys thinking that they're the crim, uh, that they're the Chris Helmsworth of the world, you know. They think they're the Brian Coop, uh, Brian uh, Bradley Coopers of the world. They think the Chris Evans of the world. They think of themselves as these Chris Evans kind of guys. When the ultimate reality of what they're dealing with is that no, you were involved in like this farcical fucking thing, you know, run by even exponentially farcical fucking people. But um, I feel like right. that's a, I feel like that's a good uh, closing point because uh, we are past the two hour mark. Um, you know, I'll, I'll make sure to put a little cute moniker um, yeah. about us and everything. But, you know, um, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm. I'm willing to dive more into these Netflix action films, Reggie. Uh, w- you you said you were already diving into the Six Underground, because like again, like again, like again, you're dealing with these type of movies, but uh, like with this type of movie, it like even with with the with Ryan Reynolds in the movie, I mean with Ryan Reynolds in that movie, you can kind of tell like okay, this is like some absurd fantasy thing. Like you know, you're watching a movie. Like it, it feels because because even even the running commentary, even though he's not breaking the fourth wall, it's like it, the way how he delivers it, the way how he jokes, it's like something that Deadpool would do, and you know. Again, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, this movie is not to be taken seriously. I mean, that's why I, I liked uh, Pain and Gain. It's like, like Pain and Gain, like Pain and Gain. Even though the story that they, the, the movie is based off of, is, uh, is is true. It's just that the way how it was shot, the way how it was like the film was made, it just made it so absurd. Even though parts of it was true. I I would argue that Pain and Gain is one of the most genuinely pure
pure expressions of a director that I think we've seen in a film in the last 20 years. I am not saying that it is a good film, but if you need a film to be able to be like a pure insight into like the psyche and the conception of the world around them, like Michael Bay apparently has fucking pain and gain is where it's at. It's like, it's like it's like it's, I mean God, I will watch it, I will watch it on repeat like like Pain and Gain is a real lot of fun like Pain and Gain like, Pain and Gain is fucking Michael Bay trying so hard to be Martin yeah. Scorsese it's like you really see him trying to be like yo I'm making the new fucking Goodfellas with this I am fucking making it mad I am fucking making the new fucking Goodfellas but, but with this it's, shit. It's, it's, but it's like him trying to make a uh, Scorsese movie, but but it's like with all the Bayisms, it's like it, again, it's like again, like no, he gets a bad rap. Like I don't like Pearl Harbor. Like the Transformers movies, like are, like I will defend the I mean, first one. Like first one's okay. The third one was entertaining, even though it, it just went ridiculous. Like honestly, it was like the la- the, the Chicago the destruction of Chicago sequence uh, towards the end of the movie. That was the best part of the movie, and they did a better job than Battle of Los Angeles that came out the same year. Like the uh, yeah, the so like fourth, in terms of like the fourth one. The fourth one is, I would say, one of the most of. One of the most aggressively spiteful films I've ever watched in theaters. It's like, it's a film that is going out of its way. It to just make me hate every fucking character. <laughs> to make me hate every fucking char- character in this movie. Yeah. But uh, I think what makes it, but I think what makes it, what makes it tolerable is Mark Mark Wahlberg, and again they cast him as a smart guy, so like an inventor type. So it's like it's Mark, it's Marky Mark as an inventor. <laughs> but he, trying, David Optimus Prime again to fight Megatron. It's like what the fuck, man! It's either the same way, shit over. But, either way, uh, like, we will bring it. Bad Boys 2 and The Rock are the shit. And Armageddon is the bomb. Like, we will we will bring up more of our idioms about Michael Bay in the next episode, yeah. which will for sure be about Six Underground. And also yeah. the Peter Berg, Mark Warburg collaboration that's on Netflix, Spencer Confidential. Um, because Peter Berg is like a literal protege of Michael Bay and there's a I don't know his filmography I will say is an interesting juxtaposition to what Michael Bay brings to his films that Peter Berg is not able to bring into his films so ladies and gentlemen I'm just, I'm just like looking at his thing, thing oh but I mean like if you want to do a deep dive into these like these these crazy ass uh uh, like what was it? There was that Kevin Sorbo film where uh, where they're like survivors, like the military survivors. Uh, uh, and then Lone Survivor. No, no, not Lone Survivor, but uh, but but no, no, uh, like like you know, Pure Flix or uh, like or um, 
in it. Like I know a YouTuber does like like already like review all these films. Like a lot of uh, films are like they glorify the military like to like extreme. Like they take that to the extreme. Oh, Reg, any fucking Christian right wing content has that kind of worship, respectively, of the military. Yeah. But that would yeah, be I, I, I've that's, heard, that's a devotion. That's a whole nother episode. I mean, that's that's devotion. But but uh, like, I'm just wondering how many military movies that, that we can find on Pure Flex, because like Pure Flex oh, is like a whole yeah, nother the whole nother ball game. Like, uh, <laughs> it's like you want to come through Pureflex and see what, <laughs> to see what type of wholesome content we can get into. No kidding, but uh, folks, thank you so much. Um, I might be saying this just because, like, it's in the late part of the night, and I'm trying to recognize a good cutting up point. But um, thank you so much for listening to us at this point. We really love the affection and interaction that we've been able to get from the Facebook page. So, you know, we're on Facebook, box office vacancy, you know, give us a like. We're going to make sure to, you know, update you guys. Reggie is on top of it as far as updating with dank memes. All that good stuff. All that good stuff. You know, so God bless and uh, Reg, any uh, parting words or hopes for the next episode, which is going to be Six Underground, is going to be these action fucking Netflix films. I mean, like with these action Netflix films, like some of these films, I felt that they could they could have been successful on um, like in the theaters, but. You know, but here we are watching these movies at the comfort of our homes. And yeah, that's oh, crap. Oh, no. You okay? No, 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 no. no. I, I thought I dropped something, but uh, no, no, it's everything's cool. But uh, yeah, like I like again, like the conversations about the about the attempt to kill is just like frowns in my brain. It's like I, I have no brain cells left to come up with any cool <laughs> coherent thoughts. <laughs> it's like yeah. how it's it's one of those things. Like I I so wanted to be like the leader of that group so I could pocket that money. It's like like it's like how. Uh, no, it makes me wonder. It's like maybe we should, maybe we, we should create our own company and try to get a government contract. Because so, like, how corrupt this government is, I think we could probably make bank. <laughs> oh my I God, Reggie, we could make so much bank. Like, I mean, so we could be like the, we could be like we could be like Miles Taylor and um, and uh, Jonah Hill from War Dogs. No, Reg, we need to be like that motherfucker that subtweeted Donald Trump to be like, I can make ventilators. He got $95 million and just didn't fucking deliver the ventilators. Yeah. We need to like, do that shit. I know. It's like, like, the thing is, it's like, we get the money and we dip, but like, like, none of <laughs> It's like, you just like, you just like to say, yeah, never come back to the States, but with like $95 million. It's like, <laughs> that's manageable. 
Yeah. Anywho, folks, thank you so much for listening to us. Um, we know Spotify was being weird today, but uh, just give us a listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and now on our officially designated Facebook page. So God bless you guys. Thank you so much for supporting us during this time. Um, obviously, stay safe. Make sure that you're doing all the safe things that you need to do. You know, practice social distancing. Make sure to wear your mask and just be considerate for your fellow human beings. So, yes, drink this water is, and eat your vegetables. And eat your vegetables too. So, God Come bless you guys. Like, uh, we, we soon be eating vegetables. Seriously, there's a meat so- shortage. Even Wendy's is like, yeah, we, we're going to cut the beef. Oh, they're oh, they're doing some shit where we have the meat. They just it's not profitable to have the excess beef at the moment. But that's a whole nother fucking thing. God bless you guys. This is Robert signing off. And this is Reggie. Good night, folks. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>